Hello and welcome to the Vista Milk podcast. I'm Emer Ferguson, the Education and Public Engagement Manager at Vista Milk SFI Research Centre. During the course of this podcast series, we will introduce you to some of our fantastic researchers and the work they do here at the centre. We hope you enjoy. So first of all, thank you so much, Adib, for joining us this morning on our Vista Milk podcast. Um, I'd love if you could introduce yourself to people. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. So my name is MD Vidwanadib and uh, I'm from Bangladesh. I just recently joined at Tyndall like five months ago. And uh, before that, I was uh, doing my master's in South Korea. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so you've done a, a good bit of travel to this point. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But, and before I came here, I was in the Netherlands. So yeah, it's a bit. The Europe is not a new thing for me. Yes, so, world traveler. Yeah, world, world traveler. traveler. Yeah, Very you can good. say like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I met with like different cultures, different people, even the languages as yes. well. So the most like advantage thing for me being here is I don't have to speak the foreign language. Like yes. I can speak English. Okay. So that's the good point for me. Yeah. And, and do you like Ireland? Yeah, mm. I like Ireland. But apart from the weather. Yeah, everything is good. <laughs> Everybody says the yeah, weather. Yeah, like, like, oh. so un- unpredictable. So, but yeah, the people are so nice, good. and I can express my feeling as well. And yeah, it's good. Good, good, it's good. It's good being here. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit about your journey. So, you've mentioned Bangladesh, Netherlands, Korea. So, what, how, what brought you to Ireland? Okay, so uh, I did my bachelor in Bangladesh, and uh, my subject was electrical and electronic engineering. And uh, from that point of view, like. I was onto something about the innovations and new technologies and since our country doesn't have that so much so I always wanted to go for higher studies. Mm-hmm. So that brings me to I uh, did my masters in South Korea and then when I did the masters then I had a plan to do my PhD in like English speaking country mm-hmm. speci- specifically. So that's why I came to Ireland but uh, before that I was I just wanted to like visit Netherlands mm. before I came here like before starting the whole new journey mm-hmm. so that's why I've been to Netherlands for a few couple of months and then I came here any favorite country so far uh, including yeah. Bangladesh of course <laughs> you must miss it yeah yeah of course like yeah. uh, I don't have any friends and in here so sometimes I miss my family mm. but uh, yeah it's good it's yeah. a good environment I mean it's not that I'm the only person from my country here Yes. So it's a lot of other countries, people, and people are so cooperative and yeah. friendly. Even for my lab environment, is so so good. So yeah. I don't miss my, miss my family that mm. much. But yeah, yeah. yeah. don't Sometimes. worry. They, they yeah. may or may not hear this. We we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we we can edit that. Yeah. Out. No, yeah. Um, but no. So that's really fascinating. And yeah. you know, was there a particular other than English? Was there a reason you picked Ireland? Was there a particular research area that? Yeah, you definitely. Was, I mean. Uh, as I said, like after completing my master's, so I was on to the like more technological stuff. Mm. So I just want to broaden my knowledge, like my experiences, like my expertise that I've worked on. So I want to carry it further. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked some of the countries. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell the truth, like it's, Ireland is not the one, but I mm-hmm. have picked so many other mm. countries. But uh, if I compare those things, Ireland was the best choice for me because it really matches with my research field. So that brings me here to do the my further works. And, and of, of course, obviously, if I complete it very um, quickly or maybe fully, then it will be helpful for my career mm. as well. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So interesting. So you've talked about your research, but could you tell us what, what are you researching here? Yeah, sure. 
So uh, basically, before starting here, so I I'd, I'd like to give you a little bit of brief about mm -hmm. my master's one, mm -hmm. so it will mm -hmm. like link those things to here. So I was on the sensor field, like uh, to be specific, nanotechnology. Mm -hmm. So in my master's, I did the I worked on the like sensors, how to make the sensors, how it will affect the like how it will advantage the human being or in or in the industries or wherever it like so i was building up the gas sensors things mm -hmm. like in a very small scale that you can't even see in bare eyes wow. so there are so much lot of stuff going on inside the sensor but we cannot see so that is very interesting for me mm. during my masters so that's that's what I've been looking for, like if I want to like extend my or broaden my knowledge here. So that's why I came into here and uh, fortunately I got the same projects, like the mm -hmm. relevant project okay. uh, based on my research field. Mm -hmm. So I'm also working on the sensors in here. So the, the difference is in my master's I was working on the gas sensors. Mm -hmm. So like the gas sensor is like in the industry or in the in like household or or the marketplace mm -hmm. so if there is a gas leak that mm. is very poisonous or hazardous mm -hmm. so it will detect before like spreading too much mm -hmm. so it's a it's a, it's a kind of alarming thing mm. like uh, so that we can take the extra precautions or maybe going somewhere safe mm -hmm. so that was the main cause for the making the gas sensors and for the industries as well like if you consider about the transformers like the where the electricity came mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. so in the transformers so you know like there's heat going on because mm -hmm. electricity is based on the heat mm -hmm. so if there are so many heat inside the transformer so it could burst mm -hmm. and it's very very dangerous mm -hmm. so then we put the sensor on the transformer okay. so it will detect and it will mm -hmm. give us the data that okay you should repair your transformer mm. or you should change something. And what type of gases would you be trying to detect? Like uh, any, any kind of gases, like hazardous gases, like if you consider about the methane mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. the acetylene mm. or the hydrogen one okay. and uh, nitrogen. Uh, yeah, like pure nitrogen mm. is also bad for our human health. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like C2A6 is a ethane sensor. Okay. So ethan okay. gas. So, yeah. so those things are like very common in mm -hmm. our environment. Mm -hmm. But uh, if the limit is exceeded, mm -hmm. so it will be bad. It, it, it yeah. can be bad or it can be and these dangerous. Are non, um, what's the word? Uh, we can't detect them with our human yeah, senses. Yeah, you know? we, can, we cannot detect the human senses. Yeah, so here yeah. comes the materials and the science and the technologies. Yeah. I'm just so. thinking at home we have a radon sensor, right? Is that one of the radon gas? I think it can come up through mm -hmm. the ground very slowly in, in I think for fireplaces for ventilation in your if you have an open fire uh, you need one of these radon gas yeah yeah it's, it's kind of like the yeah it's kind of like that yeah but, uh, yeah, but it generates from the heat okay. those sensors okay so that's my past mm -hmm. so now mm -hmm. I'm working on like it's also the sensor is mm -hmm. the the difference is uh, I'm working on the uh, like chemical sensors now okay like electrochemical sensors mm -hmm. and it's also in a nano scale mm -hmm. like uh, I have to make the sensors for a specific detection for something like uh, like I am I, I try to detect like the mortality rate of kettles like 
the cows and okay. the cops. Yeah. Like uh, they are. The thing is, we are very much onto these days. We are very much onto dairy products and mm -hmm. the beef and the other things like the cake or something. Everything mm -hmm. needs milk, mm -hmm. and it comes from the cows mm -hmm. or or other things like buffalo or something. Yeah, yeah. But we 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 are very much fond of the cows. So the thing is, uh, we need our attention so we can get the good quality milk mm. and good quality meat. So mm -hmm. for that, they need to be like in a good health mm -hmm. and they need to be survived. They need to do well and uh, match with the environment. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, uh, every year in Europe, there are so many like death threat of the cows and the calves. Like mm -hmm. after giving birth, the calves are dead and mm -hmm. we cannot find that, find the reason behind mm. that. So that's why we are trying to do that, uh, like why they are dying so quickly mm -hmm. before uh, reach into their maternity age. Okay. So that's why we are, we are trying to building a sensor so that will detect the possible biomarkers from the cow's saliva. So I want to break that more shortly, like yeah. more clearly. Yeah. So the biomarkers, so the biomarkers are the like biological molecule mm -hmm. that presents in a animal health mm -hmm. or animal uh, like body or something. Yeah, circulation. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like if you consider about the blood, if you mm -hmm. consider about the saliva mm -hmm. or other other internal things. Mm -hmm. So it presents like so it will come near but mm -hmm. it's not here now. So it will it will continuously like give you an like alarming or something like give you some uh, excuse me, give you some uh, like uh, like early detection. Early detection, yeah, 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 yeah. early possible detection. Mm -hmm. So then we can focus onto that, and we can right away treat uh, mm -hmm. treat uh, our or give the medication to the cows or cubs. Mm -hmm. So now uh, my I'm working on like in my first year, uh, I'm working on to build the glucose sensor. Mm -hmm. So and my whole project will be. Like that. I mean, I I want to build a leak stick sensor. Yes. So leak stick is yes. on the is on the word. Like yeah, yeah. the cow will leak the sensor, yeah. and their saliva will attach onto the sensor, okay. and then we can detect that what we need to see. Mm -hmm. So I mentioned the biomarkers. So in the biomarkers, so there are so many chemical compounds and so many biological molecules there. Mm -hmm. So most common thing we all know is the glucose, mm. like the sugar we eat mm. or we consume, and the lactate, and some electrolytes. So electrolytes means some ions like mm. magnesium or potassium, mm -hmm. or there are so so many good things in our body needs to have a healthy growth or mm. balance. Good, yeah. yeah, balance yeah. things. So in the saliva, those things were present like mm -hmm. the glucose, lactate, and some electrolytes. Mm -hmm. So, and they are in a specific range, okay. like there's some certain range mm -hmm. from that. So from that range, we need to, like if we, if we want to build a sensor, so our sensor is glucose sensor, and then later, later on, I will try to build or try to make the lactate sensor, mm -hmm. and then try to integrate all of the mm -hmm. sensor in one chip. So it will be so handy for like, human or for the farmers mm. to just 
just place the sensor in somewhere else and when the cows or the calves mm -hmm. try to eat their mother's milk mm -hmm. then they can just maybe we can we can attach the sensor uh, in uh, like down somewhere else yeah. near the cows or where they can drink the milk so eventually the saliva will be attaching on mm -hmm. the sensors then we can select or we can see that the amount the range if the if the range is exceeding or maybe lower then we can say that yeah these calves might be need some treatment yeah. Yeah. so we will just uh, separate separate the calves from the yeah. other one and then we will treatment we will treat uh, yeah. or give medication so it will be handy yeah. for the farmers or for the econo economical uh, things yeah so that's the, so interesting that I, I can almost imagine this lollipop stick <laughs> yeah <it's, laughs> for, for the calves yeah it's so, a very interesting yeah. one so when when I heard about the, this project so I I straight away say yes of course I yeah. and it's a it's very interesting things and uh, and it's a very like noble work as mm. well so like mm. I love animals mm -hmm. very much mm -hmm. although we are trying to save them for consumes yeah, but yeah. still I love the animals so yeah. it will be good if I come up with these yeah. sensors and uh, I can detect the diseases like commonly two diseases mm. that most of the time the cattle die because of the pneumonia mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. if I can more specifically is bovine respiratory disease mm -hmm. so and because of the cold weather mm -hmm. obviously and because of the traveling issues as well so like if you move the cows from one place to another yes. so they'll get the pneumonia very very mm. uh, like very easily mm -hmm. and then the other one is a scar yes so scar is like a diarrhea mm. so mm. so yeah so those yeah. they are the main reasons the cuffs are dying yeah uh, like very shortly okay. so so again, a very, very yeah. useful application for very farmers, for the farming industry. Yeah, yeah, uh, to, As you said, from an animal welfare perspective, that yeah. it's early detection, it's Alindition. detecting risk. And yeah. um, I think all far farmers would be able to like to intervene quicker and not mm -hmm. let the animals get too sick. And then, as you say, that they could die, you know, before before um, they get to full health and, and yeah. full maturity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So cool. And, yeah. and like you say, such a, an interesting project. It's, mm -hmm. it's got so many applications. Yeah. Could you see, is there anything similar or could this be applicable to a human model as well? That, you know, if again, we needed to detect whether it's glucose, maybe in a certain disease scenario, could you see it for humans as well? Uh, at this time, we are not trying to see that because uh, for the human ones, mm -hmm. we already have the technology. Yes. Like uh, and yeah, it would be good, but you know, it's kind of awkward or mm. weird to like yeah. lick it yeah. or give my yeah. saliva. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it will detect as well, of course, yeah. because the main molecule is there, like mm -hmm. the main biomarkers is there. I mm -hmm. mean, the lactate is lactate for human and lactate is lactate for animal yeah it doesn't make any difference mm. the, the main difference is the range yes so obviously it will detect for the human being as well but mm -hmm. we will not go into yeah, that side. that's not the aim at the moment but yeah in future yeah. if we want to then we will come up with a new idea okay yeah. and i just love that about science in general that you know it, you you may start on one path but then it might diverge and you learn something yeah. and all of a sudden it changes yeah you never know you never know. Yeah. So you're only five months into your PhD, yeah. right? Yeah. So how have you found, uh, especially during, you know, I know we're coming off the back of the pandemic now, mm -hmm. but how have you found that transition from, say, your master's to your PhD? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, I mean, uh, so I'll tell you a very, like, funny story. 
So after finishing my masters, I just want to visit my country because it was a long mm -hmm. time. So I just sell, I just told my professor that uh, I just want to visit my family mm -hmm. for one month. Of course, yeah. And since I finished my masters, so it's a high time to go to mm -hmm. my go visit my country and have a, have a like live with them mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks. And he said, okay, no problem, but are you coming back, right? So yeah, I said, yeah. yes, of course, I will be coming back. Because that time I, I don't, I mean, I didn't think that I will apply for like for the Europe or other countries mm. because I was doing, I mean, I had the intention to did my, um, after master's, I will uh, do my PhD in South Korea mm -hmm. because uh, like their research and I mean, I was, I was kind of used to it, mm -hmm. like the environment because I was there mm. for three years. Yeah. Wow. So, and I can speak a little bit of Korean as well. Yes. <laughs> so, so I was like uh, kind of used to their environment. So that's why I was said, okay, I will be coming back. Mm. So it was like the starting year of 2020. Okay. So that time the COVID like spread yeah. all over the world. Yeah. So I couldn't come after that because I was stuck in my country for a whole one year. Yes. So it was kind of so frustrating mm. and I was in a depression as well. Mm. So because there's nothing to do yeah, and uh, yeah. I cannot carry on my research as well. Mm. And I have so many plans to yeah. do, but I couldn't do a single thing. Yeah. So that's what bring me to search for the new universities. And yes. because that time the whole country was in lockdown and mm -hmm. everyone else was so mm. like, uh, it was it was like something else. <laughs> so. So that's why I like try to search for the universities and yeah. uh, projects and all. So that's why I came. Like, and here you are uh, here, yeah, here today. Here I'm yeah, here yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. it was it was good. Like it's it's a bit, it's a roller coaster journey. Challenging it is, and yeah. I, I think we spoke about that with our previous interview as well. That you know I think um, especially with a PhD and and life in general, you can have one plan and then you might have to pivot and you might have to change and who could have predicted a pandemic in 2020 you know yeah. this was completely new to everybody mm -hmm. so i think you know the fact that you're here today is, is just so fantastic yeah. but if i can ask you like looking at your whole journey you've spoken about your fantastic journey mm -hmm. to here today if you were to talk to yourself when you were 15 13 14 15 years of age what advice would you give yourself to to get to where you are today so the main the the first and the, the first and foremost thing is like be focused yes yeah like uh, if you are if you are not trying to get what you want to do don't don't be hopeless mm. like be on the track keep trying yes and try to like uh, explore the new things then then you can find your motivation that's mm -hmm. what I did yeah during that that age like yeah. I was always wanted to be uh, I, I always wanted to go for abroad for mm -hmm. higher studies. Mm -hmm. So from that one, so like I read some journals, I read some papers. Uh, I, I was very much onto the technological stuffs. Mm -hmm. And from from my childhood, like I was so like fascinated about the science and all. Uh, yeah. So because because it like is my passion to be a researcher. I mean, I'm I'm too early for that to call, but still mm -hmm. I have a plan or I have a dream. Yeah. So. From that stage, so I, so that's why I picked the electrical and electronic engineering because it will, it will, yeah. it, it's a, it's a pathway mm -hmm. for me to reach the further steps, and then. So, how young yeah. do you think you were when you kind of started developing that dream of being a scientist, being a researcher? Like, how old do you think you were? Uh, I think 
20? Yeah, 18, yeah, yeah. 20? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and was that. there any particular role model or mentor or somebody that you kind of thought, yeah? No, uh, I was, uh, I was so much onto the Hollywood movies. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I was very much like about the scientific movies, like how they, how they did that. or yeah. And I was very much onto the games as well, like yes. computer games. Okay. So I was very, I, I, you can see like, I was very much addicted about the gamings. Yeah, yeah. So in there, so there are so many like, uh, the stories mm. and so many environments, so many areas. Like uh, if you if you can go to the primitive age, mm. like you can't go in person, but you can feel the environment or you can feel the feelings yeah. by being there. Mm -hmm. And also the 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 future world, how it going to look or mm. what technology would may come. So from from actually those those were my role models, like the games, yeah. the inspirations, yeah, yeah inspirations, and uh, from the games and the Hollywood movies. But I, th yeah. I think that's true of so many uh, advances in technology that actually you have to dream at first, and then you know yeah. it might be in a movie, yeah. and then yeah. five, ten, fifteen, twenty years in the future, it it actually exists. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's such a good point. No, yeah. I really like that, and I like actually that you draw that analogy with um, video games that you yeah. can transport yourself to another world. Yeah. Um, so yeah, really fascinating. I love that answer. That was so, so good. Um, so Adam, I think, I think we've come to the end of our interview today. So thank yeah. you so much for your time. I've learned so much. Um, and I hope that we'll continue this conversation sure, with no a cup problem. of tea afterwards. Yeah. Um, but Adam, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me as well. Yeah, thank you. Vistamook is focused on innovative pasture-based dairying and is co-funded by Science Foundation Ireland and the Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine. To find out more about our research, visit www.vistamilk.ie or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn.